Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the BB Show. As always, I'm your host, Beebs, here with my favorite co-host, Chen. It's Thursday. We're here on a new schedule. We're here. Still prediction day. Still the best day of the week in my mind. Uh, things when things are looking good. So uh, how are you feeling today, no man? No doubt. No doubt. Hey, you know, I've been waiting to pull this card for a long time because uh, you've done it in a while. Usually you ask me, you know, hey, how are you doing? How are you feeling? How are you feeling, man? How are you feeling on this <laughs> Thursday night? You know, we got some decent prime time in theory. We got a weekend ahead. You know, talk to me, man. How, how's, I'm how's... feeling good. I, uh, you know, tough, tough loss on the uh, prize picks last night. Rough night. Got, uh, mm. got a couple bad beats. It is what it is. So I'm excited to watch some football, to say the least. I'm a little annoyed for with sure, the NBA right sure. now. And uh, some guys scoring a half point less than I thought they would. So, um yeah, I'm excited for football. I'm excited. I'm excited for the week, man. I think it's a good week of football. Uh, we're reaching that halfway point of the year, and things are starting to shake out. We know uh, we know who's going to be playing come January, so I'm feeling good. For sure, for sure. You have any uh, thoughts or uh, any, really anything for our Sunday prime time? I mean, the Dolphins won. I think it was close. It was cl- it was closer than I thought it was going to be. Oh yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it was one of those like sloppy games for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say about like, the Steelers. Like they, like you said, we know who's gonna be playing in January. We definitely know who's not. Um, the, the Steelers, I'll say the Steelers are uh, more competitive with Kenny Pickett than I anticipated. I would agree. I would agree. After that, uh, whole, he does not look. Know, he does not look horrible. No, no, not at all. Um, he's had some flashes. Um, I, I would say right now, kind of decent comparison to Justin Fields. I mean, maybe honestly, I mean, you can throw it a little bit better from what I've seen. Yeah, he, but, he's very uh, poised in the pocket, and he sit, he sits in the pocket, um, which is rare for a younger quarterback. He does a good job of sitting in there and taking a shot when true. he needs yeah. to, and uh, uh, he's very. I think he's, he's a little more patient than I would have anticipated a guy who kind of got thrown in like that to be. So. Oh, totally agree. Yeah, I totally thought he was thrown in way too early, and just being the you know runner kind of mobile guy he was in college, to have the patience he does is definitely something that I don't think a lot of people really expected at all. Um, you know, pocket passers like as rookies, like you just don't yeah. expect that I, level. I, I could, just, I see know. it. I see the vision. I really do. I, I, I think that their roster is more complete than people give it credit for, and that position and the O-line are their two biggest needs. So if he can, you know, take that next step next year, maybe. Yeah. I, I think next, yeah, like next year is kind of the target, uh, you know, having that continuity of, you know, who you're playing with. Um, you're just familiar with the guys, the offense, the, the, just the game day schedule, being a starting quarterback. Like that, that is – Kind of underrated in the aspect where I think a lot of just rookie quarterbacks, it's very tough to win in the NFL as a rookie, no matter who you are. It just is. And so, you know, for him to honestly, like you said, be competitive with a team like the Dolphins, not look uh, rushed or not have poise. I mean, yeah, I'll give he's him that a, he, so far. He's, I, he's been good. I think like, he's, he's been we're solid. Seeing, we're seeing the difference in coaching between uh... – you compare him to Fields, uh, between Fields and Pickett, right? Now. Oh, for sure, for sure. 
And but, um, I mean, obviously, it was a different story Monday night for Fields. Yeah, but I was going to say, terms, but, you know, do we want to talk about Fields here? Yeah, no, we can, we can definitely pivot because personally, like, yeah, the Dolphins could have played better, but there wasn't too many takeaways from that game. I mean, realistically. Yeah, they needed the win. It was and what they, we and expected. They got it, so, um, for sure. Fields. Okay, so so Fields. I'm, ex- I'm actually excited to talk about Justin Fields because uh, best game of his career, in my opinion. Uh, the best I've ever seen the offense look under his command. Um, against Bill Belichick, I might add. And, and against a Bill Belichick defense that uh, has shut down Aaron Rodgers this year, has shut down a competent starter in Jacoby Brissett, embarrassed Jacoby Brissett, uh, and in New England, mind you. So, yeah, yeah I, I was very encouraged by Justin Fields. I know we had the debate, you know, should they move on? Um I, I think I'm. I think you have to give him another year here. I think that's where I'm at. I think that, uh, you know, I'm I'm the proponent. I always say like, oh, year two for young starting quarterbacks, second year starting, uh, you have to see some flashes of improvement, and uh, this is that in my eyes. That this game Definitely. alone, um, assuming things don't just fall off the face of the planet, uh, this game alone should give them enough incentive to run it back and. Uh, you know, get this guy some weapons, you know, <laughs> you know, no, I, I mean, agree with you. I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah. And uh, I mean, realistically has fields had a catastrophic game. You know, I, I think that's, that's something when I look yes. at like rookie quarterbacks. No, yes. Yes. He has. He's had a lot of bad games. He's, He's had multiple games, games under a hundred yards. passing. Yeah. But has he had those, uh, those Brandon Whedon, you know, Nate Peterman, no, Four he takes care of the picks. ball better than that. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Sure, I'm sure he's had a three I, I think, game, but yeah. I right. There's mean. probably one in there. It's just my thing with rookies is I don't really – once I see that, that like four, like multiple mistakes continues, then you kind of start to write him off. But a lot of it was just like he wasn't able to accumulate yards. He just wasn't able to get anything going. And it kind of seemed of like an offensive yeah. – Yeah, it just seemed like an offensive personnel issue, offensive play calling – literally everything on that side of the ball. And so to see them kind of come out, play a little bit better, they used, uh, you know, Equinemia St. Brown a bit, which I've always been, I don't know why, but more probably just because of his physical attributes. I mean, you see Amon Ross St. Brown, his brother, he looks great. Uh, Equinemius yeah. is the same measurements, um, obviously like 6'5", fast the kid. Same, same it's just the, Yeah, it's just the intangibles that he's still working on. But – Ultimately, like you mentioned, they got to get better weapons-wise, even offensive line. Like, everything around fields does need improvement, and the Bears have the most cap by far. Going yeah, that's what I was going to say next, too. Is I, I yeah. think they have a chance to make some splashes here. I don't know who's right. available. I'd have to look at – I haven't even looked at this. I would, that's too. And, and that can but... change, you know what I mean? Like, between roster cuts and who plays well, who doesn't. Uh, we we could really I will say this, see a though, different too. roster next year. I'll say this though too: being um, of the Chicago from the Chicago suburbs, um, if the Bears, the key to the Bears' future right now is leaving Soldier Field, because if they, you know, we could talk about all this. I know I see it more in Chicago media, but um, the the Arlington Heights potential moves. Soldier Field is a dump in a poor facility. No free agent wants to go play there. But if they can no, go sell this, like, hey, you're not going to have to live in the city. 
hey, you're not going to have to deal with play on this crappy thing. We're going to get a brand new state-of-the-art dome field. We're going to pay for it ourselves. We're going to have top-of-the-line facilities, top-of-the-line doctors. Top. Of, they invest in the team like that. You know, big it, difference. It, Chicago really was a big, big market. Chicago was a big market. So it's always one. I've always wondered why Chicago sports struggle as much as they do, right? Like you should see success like you do in LA. You should see success like you do in New York, like with these or Dallas or, or these tech, you know, San Antonio, all these teams where it's like, yeah, they're, they're historically sex, successful. I'd say Michael Jordan, like Chicago sports are historically bad. So right. um, if the owners and whatnot can, can make that incentive and invest in the team, I think you're going to start to see a lot more free agents interested in going to Chicago uh, which inherently can obviously you know, get better players. People want to be there more. They become a better team for sure. So, and the yeah, bears yeah. do, the bears do have a great history, but not in the last 50 years outside of one season. So uh, right. uh, you can say 40. I mean, you go back, you know, but you get what I'm getting at. So I'd be excited if I was a bears fan right now, you got a flash from the guy that you took a chance on probably his best, best game of his career. Um, on the flip side, I have a question for you. I kind of have a theory going that Belichick wanted to lose this game because hmm. everybody, everybody like rode off this, like, Oh, Patriots money line. Patriots are going to blow them out. Like that their Patriots are hot, all this stuff. And it's that felt so simple. And then you go read, like I went back and saw this and Belichick, like during the week, everybody was laughing at it, but in his press conference about the bears, he talked for five straight minutes about why the bears were one of the best teams in the league. And he was just praising the crap out of fields, praising the crap out of their defense and their offense and their play calling and their coaching. He was like, yeah, this is That's a really weird. solid club, which is like classic Belichick, right? Like, you know, never going to let you on the inside. But like, then you look at the quarterback controversy and like, I know going into the game, they said that both guys were going to play. And so it wasn't that big of a surprise. And um, the surprise to me was the fans booing Mac Jones, but we can talk about that in a second. But like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, there's just a level to I, – I, I'm just confused with the Patriots, man. Like, I, I like, do I think Belichick threw the game? No, but, like, I, I'm like, why did they – what happened? Like, they should not have lost this game. They're a better team than the Bears. Oh, absolutely. And part of it, I think, is Belichick just over-Belichicking, if that makes any sense. Kind of like back, you know, when they played Nick Foles and the Eagles – for that Super Bowl, right? Benj Malcolm Butler, nobody still knows the reason. I, I quite frankly, I don't, I don't even know if I care. <laughs> it, it's the Super Bowl. You got torched through the air by Nick Foles. And I would say part of that is probably benching at the time you're all pro number one corner. I mean, I'm sorry to say it as much as you think you're trying to send a message. Like people know who the Patriots are, they know who Bell Bell. You don't need to send any more messages, dude. You've been sending them since 95. I mean, like, like we got to keep it realistic here. This whole, like, when he picked, like, again, pulling Matt Jones after our driver two, that was trying to send a message to the team. One message. Because Jacoby Myers, his number one receiver, came out and was like, yeah, as, as a man, like, seeing that happen, like, was pretty messed up. So, like, clearly the players don't agree with you. I understand, like, we're in a different era. But, like, again, if you're going to be a great head coach in this area, you got to adjust. I'm not saying he's not a great head coach. It's just bottom I'm just, line. I'm just confused. His coaching about the style situation, is – it needs to be back Jones. I, like, I love how Bailey Zappi is 
played. I, I concur. Bad. I, I agree. You can't just like you can, especially after he threw six passes when he gets picked off. And like, yeah, we're done. Like what? What is that? You know what I'm saying? Like no other team. Then the Broncos would have moved on from Russ after week one. Like no other team does that type of thing. And because it's the Patriots, everyone's like, well, it's okay. But no, like I understand it was like just like let's just hinge on Belichick's genius. I'm sorry, that's a stupid call. I even criticized moving from Trubisky to Pickett. Granted, Pickett played way better than I would have thought. The Steelers look better with Pickett than I would have thought. But Trubisky, in my eyes, didn't deserve to be benched that early. And that was Trubisky. Mac Jones he doesn't deserve to get benched like until he has like a very like two or three. I would say like if you had like two games in a row, where like three picks, you know, no TDs, like just looks awful. Then you can you can yeah, do that's that. Not but six to do that plays. in the same, yeah, six plays in the guy. No, I just to come don't know like, find his rhythm, like going, it just didn't make any sense going into the game. I think it was known um, that they were going to try both, and at least that's, that's, that's what I had heard. And so, but I don't understand one why and two. Like, if you are going to move on from Mac Jones and you're that trusted in Bailey Zappi, why are you playing him at all? Right. Like, like make a, make a stand. I like yeah. what you're saying. Like, choose your side. Yeah. This isn't college well, either where that, you can just Either that or Mac Jones just isn't fully healthy yet and you're lying and saying, oh, he's ready to go, and then he throws a pick and you're like, oh, he's not himself. Get him out of there. But then he comes yeah, back that's... in and all these – it's just weird, man. It's just a weird no. way they're handling this. And I, I, it is. It I don't, is I don't think really... either of them are their franchise guy. Like that's... At the moment, it didn't seem like that against Chicago. But I think ultimately, at least for this year, unless Mac Jones is just very, very bad, you ride with him. And then – yeah, unless Maybe unless they're gonna try the next year, like yeah, right, like they just to just completely, I don't know, just abandon ship, and I, I just I didn't like how early it was. I, I really didn't. It was so quick. It was like, why are you pulling like any starting quarterback, Honestly, let alone a guy you drafted in the first round? He's not a hundred percent. But like, then they should know that. You know what I'm saying? Like. Especially, it's an ankle injury, like his arm and whatnot. Like, no, it was too quick. You should know, that. but I don't know if it was a benching either. Like, like it, it just doesn't feel like a classic. Like, oh, it doesn't feel like the Colts. No, right? It doesn't feel knows, like that. Yeah. It feels like, oh, well, then Mac Jones comes back in, and now he's going to start next week, and it's like, what? Uh, okay, yeah, okay, what actually happened? Yeah, I would say he better finish next week's game because they pull the crap they did. I'm just kind of going to be really just looking yeah. at Bill Belichick funny. Like, what are you, yeah. what are you really doing, man? So, um, okay, we can, we can pivot a little bit. Um, for sure, yeah. Keep on the Bears. Robert Quinn trade. What are your uh, Very, thoughts uh, here? Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to look up. I got to know. Looking yeah, up uh, what the they stats, I want to see what they got their comp. I don't know exactly what they got as compensation. I believe it was a third or a fourth. He is fifth. It, it was not like a crazy trade, and I'm not gonna say it's a lateral move for the Eagles because it definitely makes them better. It's 
Like their defense is really solid. I believe. I think it's like the Eagles. I, honestly, I think it's the Eagles just kind of mirroring in their own way while paying a lot less. Uh, like the Von Millers. Like yeah. Bush. Just, just yeah, just adding, just more adding depth passers. I think I like this. You know, I, I thought it was. I couldn't remember. If it was a two picks or one pick. It's just a fourth rounder. Uh, I kind of like it from both sides. Yeah. Right. Uh, let me you, know, you knew Robert Quinn wasn't going to come back or stay for very long. Yeah. Right? You know, from the Bears side of things. Look up. Uh, so he's 32. Uh, yeah, I like it from the Bears perspective. You just get you get a pick out of an aging vet, um, and you, you're not going to pay him. I'm assuming his contract's up this year or next, and you're not going to pay him. Uh, get a fourth-round pick out of him, and I'm assuming you'll take an offensive weapon or an offensive lineman. And, um, you know. Uh, you get you get value out of an aging vet, and from the Eagles' perspective, they already have a good pass rush, but you get that depth. Yeah, right. No, and it's you know from the for Robert Quinn's I perspective, guess. it's a great, it's a great deal. Yeah, like from <laughs> the player's perspective, it's like yeah, he's, he's like oh great, I just woke up on an undefeated team. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know I, the Roquan Smith presser was hard to watch. I get a lot of those guys are. I hope they don't with each too. other. I hope the Bears. Yeah, the, the Bears got a whole trade. That that's yeah, that's your guy. I mean, that's going to be your centerpiece for your defense. Yeah, so they better not let him go. Um, another thing, just trade wise, I, I mean, it happened today. The uh, Kadarius Tony move to Chiefs. Uh, personally, I know a lot of people are like, well, Giants draft him in the first round. Well, they, the fact they got a third and whatever back. Uh, I mean, I just look at like the John Ross situation with the Bengals. Heck, even Bears, Kevin White, like he had a catch last Thursday night football at the Saints. I was like, he's still in the league? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just one of those things where he, I, I don't agree with the receiver's take. not working. I don't know if the receiver's not working for no, you. No, like, I think I'm going to say this. If, get the, was a third. if the New York Giants are trading away a wide receiver right now, it's not going to work. Like, oh, for like, the Chiefs? Yeah, no, just like, well, from the Chiefs' perspective, it's like, yeah, well, what is it? Slot for them? Yeah, you're basically saying, oh, Andy Reid can scheme him up, and we have Patrick Mahomes. Like, we'll make it work. And if it doesn't, uh, what did they, what did they give him? Like a fifth or a four or a third? It was like, a oh. third, which is yeah, like, it, yeah, like, like it doesn't uh, really matter too much to the Chiefs. But you know, yeah, if it hits, it hits. But I do like the Giants kind of like staying pat to like, we know our team is better than we thought. We want to make sure we continue on this path of like keeping it consistent. I think Let's that this is the a guy we're not going to use. This is the first example of what we said at the beginning of the year, where when the Giants were getting hot, I kept saying, and I still believe this, this roster is not ready to win a championship. Like they can win all no. these games. Like this roster is still very far from that. And while guys are coming into their own, like Julian Love and Wandale Robinson, it's like pump the brake guys. They could be, they are six and one. They're going to be a good playoff team. But their roster is still not quite there. They're just way ahead of schedule, and Daniel Jones has elevated, which is great for Absolutely. them. Right, answers a yeah. lot of un, like questions. Right, it makes it shortens this rebuild process in my eyes. But no they're doubt. still not quite there yet, and I think this is the first of a couple moves where it's like there's still pieces on this roster that, that they're not going to be there um, in two years. And, and Kadarius Tony is one of them. And Kenny Galladay is still in New York, guys. Like. Yeah. You know, well, the only reason for that is nobody wants that price tag. But exactly. Yeah, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like, there's yeah. there are still problems with this roster, and um, 
it's impressive that they're this good this fast. And it's scary when they can build a competent roster and not pay a guy that doesn't play $40 million a year. Like, it's going to help them out. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely going to, you know, change things up for him. Because, yeah, that's – and he's eating a lot of cap for them right now. Yeah. I mean, like, more than people probably understand. And, yeah, for them to be in the position they're in, especially the expectation beginning of the season. Tip my hat to the Giants. Uh, I don't think there was anything trade-wise that has happened yet. Obviously, there's a lot of talk. Well, I can tell you what has speculation. The Packers have not traded for a wide receiver yet. Yeah, and they got until Tuesday to get it done. You know, and, let me. Uh, oh, we're gonna pull up Twitter. We're gonna we're gonna just refresh one time and see if there's any breaking news here. Live reactions to absolutely nothing from Packers Twitter. Yeah, and even if again we go and get AJ Green. Uh, there's a reason he's not really playing too much. Like, let's let's be honest. There's a reason he's eligible to trade. I think there he'd is, be a great there is a, veteran. There is a Kyler presence. Murray called doing meme on my Twitter feed. Nice. <laughs> Glad some things never change. But yeah, like from the terms of like trading for a receiver, I just no. We talk about the Packers too much. I don't want. It. They don't deserve yeah, my. They're gonna. They're gonna screw. Them. They don't so deserve my going. breath. So I'm yeah. not gonna waste it on them. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, do we want to? Uh, let's pivot to fantasy frenzy. Um, Love it. Yeah, enough trade deadline stuff. And uh, I'll say this for those of you who haven't listened before, I, I feel like I've forgotten to do this the last couple of weeks. Before last couple of weeks, we've done this fantasy frenzy as a we season long fantasy contest. We draft a team every week, kind of like daily fantasy, whatever FanDuel or whatever I call it. Except anybody that we picked last week, we cannot pick this week. Um, so currently, I am. On a three-game losing streak, I'm down one to three. We started week four. So uh, our season-long totals in points, you just finally surpassed me. Uh, you were at 611, and I am at 602. And uh, as I mm. said, you're three and one, and I'm one and three. So with that being okay. said, okay. Loser, loser always gets the first pick of the week. Okay. This is a very, very interesting week. Okay, let me, let me uh, do a quick refresher for those of you who didn't listen in last week of the guys who are not available. Uh, we cannot pick Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Saquon, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, Debo Samuel, Jalen Waddle, Gerald Everett, George Kittle, Leonard Fournette, CeeDee Lamb, Daniel Carson, Justin Tucker, or the Packers or Broncos defense. Those are the people that are not available to us. That's quite so, the list. It is, it is quite the list. Yeah, it's always quite the list. Um so, with that being said, I have the first pick. I'm going to go grab this guy. I need to make a splash because I'm on a three-game losing streak. I'm done taking risks. I'm just going to take studs. And so I'm grabbing Justin Jefferson with the first overall pick. Fair. Very fair. Yeah. Not a whole lot of uh, elaboration you have on that one. Uh, and I, I do love the pick. I love the you know, Jefferson pick. But uh, personally – I'm going to have to stay in the same receiver idea as you. I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill. Yeah, you I, love, I feel like you love I love me some Tyreek Hill, man. And especially when, you know, I'll be like, yeah, these guys are due. I mean, it's been looking for me. I, I mean, it's three-game win streak, you know, in terms of weeks in a row now. I feel like, yeah, when the guys do, they're due. And uh, I haven't seen it. I think Tyreek Hill two or three weeks ago at like 160 yards. 
he'll probably do that just because it's Tyreek Hill. So that's my logic for that one. Yeah. So I already know exactly where I'm going with this one. Um, got some news across my feed today that Jamar Chase was out four to six weeks with an MCL sprain. And you know who that opens up for? The guy who's finally right. 100% healthy. So we're going to grab yeah. T. Higgins as our wide receiver, too. I'm expecting oh, not Tyler this. Boyd? Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> what are you, a Bills fan? John Ross? Yeah, John Ross. John man. Ross. There's a blast from the past. Dre Archer? Um, yeah. It's, wow. I cannot believe you just said that to me. We got the Monday yeah, night. We got the Monday night matchup with the Bengals against the Browns, uh, and the Bengals' offense is on a heater right now. So this is uh, this is my go big or go home pick of the week. I'll say that, which is not that hmm. risky. Yeah, no, it's you should get a lot of reps. I mean, that's just definitely a given. And uh, I'm honestly, yeah, I thought you were gonna take this guy, and um, I'm glad you didn't. He's kind of been your. Mr. Reliable. Um, I'm going to go with Cooper Cup. Yeah, receivers. I figured. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, him and Hill. I mean, if Hill doesn't boom, I, I know Cup will get me at least like 15. So, yeah, I, I like those as the one, too. And, uh, yeah, I'll just toss it back to you. Yeah. So this is where things start to get a little interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because do I want to grab my flex? Do I want to grab my running back? Do I want to grab my quarterback? And um, needless to say, I'm not very high on a lot of running backs this week. I don't see a lot of great matchups out there. So I'm going to grab wide receiver number three here. And mm-hmm. I'm between two guys. Let me double check this. Actually, I'm down to one guy because you took the other two. Never mind. I'm taking A.J. Brown. 31st defense against the pass is the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, the mm. Eagles, are, Eagles are rolling. And um, mm. I had Hill and Cup on my list, but uh, you you made this decision very easy for me. So I'm going to grab A.J. Brown. Yeah, kudos. I mean, you know, you look at the ranking, it's very good. Uh, hopefully the Steelers can keep that competitive. That's for sure. I think I'm going to go in the position of running back here. And normally this is not really a risky play, but – just due to the fact he's on his new team, giving him some time to kind of recuperate. You love Christian McCaffrey. So I much. love Christian McCaffrey, dude. I, I base, yeah, I have some players I love. And uh, yeah, in this system, you, you love Christian McCaffrey. So dude, yeah, much. I'm sorry. It, the fact that he's able to put up numbers, the Panthers, not easy Shannon system. I'd be kind of shocked if he doesn't have a big week. The only reason why I'm hesitant to pull it is like, well, it's going to be like his first, like, official, like, yeah, he suited up last week, but probably like his actual, you know, first role with the Niners. Uh, we'll see, but I'm pretty confident in uh, CMC. So, solid pick. Solid yeah, pick. Yeah. I'm going to grab my RB1 here. And while I said there aren't a lot of running back matchups I do like this week, there is one. Um, and I do already have Higgins, so I'm a little nervous to do this, but Mixon, uh, the Steelers defense, or sorry, the Browns defense. Is uh, 28th against the run this year. That's about the best yeah. you're going to get out of big name running backs this week. Tough matchups for guys like Pierce and Ken Walker, top 10 defenses. Uh, the guys that I love to pick, which, you know, I'm going to take a risk, double up on the Bengals here. Um, I don't think that's a, I don't think it's a dumb idea. I think they're going to win this game, but yeah, I'm going to take Joe Mixon. 
Love it. No, I, I mean, Mixon, he's one of those guys that's definitely, I feel like, been due for one. And, yeah, I mean, let's be real here. This might be some bias as uh, these are going to be my two dynasty league running backs here. <laughs> and, honestly, going in, I mean, they were like one and two. McCaffrey and the guy I'm going to take at RB2 is Jonathan Taylor. But I think Jonathan Taylor has like one touchdown this year. And quite frankly, this might be like the – I was very torn between a couple of guys, to be to be frankly with you, just some injuries that happened this week. I think there's more opportunity and whatnot. And, but bottom line, they switch quarterbacks. Uh, I think they have to feed Jonathan Taylor this week. And I don't see a whole lot. It, you know, the, the jury might be out that he's probably going to be a boss this year. But oh, he had 17 points last week, I believe. Yeah, he's he's solid, but like as the number one guy, you're expecting kind of like almost no, yeah, I get I get what you're coming. And but, so he's uh, definitely not lived up to expectations, but as an RB two, uh, I like Jonathan Taylor for sure. Yeah, Taylor was my RB three of the week. Um, and with you locked up at running back, uh, I know you could steal my guy for the flex, but I'm gonna take a risk. I'm gonna think that you're not going after the same guy as me. Um, and, and I'm gonna take my quarterback here. And you know me, I love to do the hookup game. Love to do it. Love to pick on yeah, matchups yeah, where pass know, games are gonna going to tear. Uh, I know what's about to happen right here. Pittsburgh defense is really struggling, man. They're 24th against the pass. Jalen Hurts is, and I, he's top five right now, but uh, he's a top five fantasy quarterback every year at this point. He's got the running ability. He's got the throwing ability. I've got A.J. Brown. I think we're due for a uh, Eagles roll to 7-0. and and uh, Caleb gets his, you know, snaps the losing streak here. So I'm taking Jalen Hurts. Hey, you know what? That uh, if that pans out, I mean, yeah, it could very well snap the streak. But uh, I might have one of the more deadly flex plays of all. God, I swear to God, if you take my guy, there's a guy we kind of just rolled over for some reason, and. Uh, Stefan Diggs is oh, playing okay. in Buffalo against the Packers this week. Well, I mean, I'm, I am understand the Packers' defense is not like terrible, but I also understand that Diggs is Stephon no, Diggs. Oh, you know, this game has this game has if I can give him my flex, I'm gonna take him. This game, I'm not taking him, but this game has Dave Davis written all over it. I just got a feeling, but uh, um, yeah, and you're probably right. I, I just know Diggs is the solid pick here. The That's a deadly flex play, it means a top five wideout. So deadly flex play. Um, we got some big names playing at wideout this this week for us. Yeah, I'll say. Wow. <laughs> um, but no, my flex play. Actually, it's not my flex play. It's my RB2. Mm. I don't know how you didn't think about this. I think he's going to finally get unlocked this week. He had uh, nine carries, I believe, nine to ten carries for about 100 yards last week. He scored his first touchdown of the year last week. And the guy he's been splitting time with all year just got shipped off to the Jets. So maybe oh. I'm biased because I'm holding Travis Etienne in Dynasty. But I think that this is a Travis Etienne breakout. Uh, Going to be the bell cow back. Uh, Ken Walker-esque, Damian Pierce-esque debut for the young fella. So mm. I'm grab Travis Etienne. Yeah, I mean, sticking to the theme this year, like you mentioned with Pierce and Walker, that is a not only very realistic possibility, that's something I'm kind of expecting as well. 
Uh, I don't know who's behind him. Don't think it matters. Like you said, he's going to be completely unlocked. There's no excuse for him to not be on the field. And, yeah, that's just a fantastic play. I'm going to lock out my tight end here uh, just because I feel like there's some quarterback options. And when it gets a tight end, it's just a little dicey. And uh, Ertz has been so consistent this year, which, again, going in, I didn't completely expect considering how many weapons were on the Cardinals. But he's been pretty solid. So I'm just going to hopefully just get at least like 10 points out of him at my tight end spot, you know. Uh, Stay efficient. You're going to make me make this choice, aren't you? I didn't want to have to pick him. Mm. Uh, mm. Let, me, let me check the health of Mr. Martin. Yeah. Here. He plays tonight. Uh, I try to just breeze over it, but uh, bro has been either great or literally I should have played no tight end. So I, I don't, I, I'm just, I, I can't pick him this week in confidence. I'm sorry. He is if, active. If you want tonight. him to. He'll probably, you know, oh, he's an active. He is active. He is active. Yes. I'll say, yeah, it's, it's your call, man. Clearly not a hundred percent Thursday night game. Hmm. You know what, man? How often do you get a chance to add one of those two guys uh, this late in the draft to be your flex? And uh, I think he's the safest play. And especially because you took Ertz off the table. Uh, the other guy I had written down was Hawkinson. Um, mm. what is uh, who are the Rams play this week? We're we might call a quick audible here, check out Tyler Higby here. Um, yeah, Higby's all solid, yeah. I mean, Higby's been very solid. He does play the Niners this week, though, and I think that the uh, Rams suck, so yeah, I'll take the risk. I'll take the Thursday night play with Mark Andrews here. Um, I did not want to have to do that, but I also can't really complain about having. The second best wide out in the, or the second best tight end in the league uh, this late in the draft. So if he'd have been healthy, I think I would have picked him first because Kelsey's on bye. So um, yeah, Mark Andrews, I'll take the risk. All right. No, I respect it. Uh, I got Gives me some it. of the root for it tonight. Nah, no doubt. No doubt. And uh, man, I mean, it, it stinks considering these guys are playing the Packers. I'm just really hoping for a shootout. Yep. Gotta just get Josh Allen for that double points with Diggs. And uh, honestly, even if Diggs doesn't have a big day, like you mentioned, Davis will. Somebody probably will. So we'll just lock in a old reliable at QB1. I'm going to grab my defense here. Um, as I said, the Niners are playing the Rams this week. And uh, I've cashed in pretty good on def- good defenses playing against the Rams offense. So I'm going to stick with the trend here. I'm going to grab the 49ers defense. Stafford throws a lot of picks, and uh, they don't block very well. And the uh, Niners have a good secondary and a good pass rush. So it's a recipe for success. Love it. Love it. And uh, another recipe for success, as you touched on, is playing a bad team. And Eagles are yeah. playing a bad team. <laughs> They're playing a bad uh, team. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just go off the uh, you know projection that Steelers hopefully just have a couple turnovers. They play sloppy. They're not going to score a lot of points. So I like the Eagles defense here. It's going to be a solid play. Should give me some points. Good play. Good play. Good pass yeah. rush. Um, all right. When it comes to the kickers, I think it's <laughs> it's such a shot in the dark, but it's fun. Um, I originally was going to pick suck up to have a Thursday night guy, but I think now that I have Mark Andrews, uh, I'm going to audible. I'm going to take an I'm going to take Cade York. Uh, they seem to be kicking a lot of field goals because they don't know how to finish drives. 
And while he's not a great kicker, uh, well, at least a, not a great kicker from 60 yards. So who is besides Tucker? Um, yeah, I'm going to grab Cade York just because it's, you know, I, I think he has a decent match. If I wrote him down, I don't want to pull out my phone and look. So Cade York uh, at the kicker. Mix it up a little bit. We haven't picked him yet. So, yeah, I, I, I like the, the change up. No curveball here. We should have, what we should have done is we should have said, once a kicker's taken, he's gone for the rest of the year. That was the kicker roulette would be very entertaining. <laughs> that is true. Because, uh, yeah, I can't say I'm not going to. We haven't seen this name before. Um, I like my favorites. I like my Tyreeks, my CMCs, and, and my uh, Graham Ganos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my Graham Ganos of the world. When he is available as a kicker, I'm taking him. And so, uh, yeah, I talk about not being able to finish drives. Basically, Saquon punches it in, or the Giants kick a field goal. So. I love Graham Ganell pretty much every week. And that will be my kicker to finish off Fantasy Frenzy. Yeah. All right. So for those of you who, um, you know, pay attention, uh, we'll have the teams posted on Instagram this week for the first time. If that way you guys can follow along um, and remember who's on our team. And then we'll post the results as well. But um, that is a quick refresher. I have uh, Hertz, Mixon, ETN, Jefferson, Higgins, Andrews, Brown, York, and San Francisco. And you have Allen, McCaffrey, Taylor, Hill, Cup, Ertz, Diggs, Gano, and Philly. Um, should be a good week. I need the win. Um, I don't know. I took a couple of risks. Guys like T. Higgins, Travis Etienne, but uh, Irish Cow Reward, that's, that's the name of the game. So we will see how it plays out. But uh, with that being said, do we want to pivot to some uh, better or worse here? Yeah, I figure we can do a couple of those before we do our picks for the week. Yeah. Um, I know there's a guy definitely got to address, you know, from the uh, old Minnesota Vikings. And I think it's a it's very interesting debate now, considering how great Justin Jefferson has become. Uh, Adam Thielen was the wide receiver one there for a long time. Yes, uh, he and was. And then Diggs came along, then he kind of surpassed him, and Jefferson came along, so we weren't sure what that was going to be. But he basically filled Diggs' role. So, in terms there of just was a ranking, day where Thielen was perhaps the best in the league. Yeah, no, I mean seriously, he was—he's a good player. And uh, did you want this one? Did you want this dance? I'll take did it. Want... Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. You want me to? I'll, just I'll defend my ball. You know, I got yeah. Throw, throw some names. No. Um, throw some names. This is present day Adam. We will say just to clarify. Yep. Present day Adam Thielen, better or worse, uh, Devontae Smith. That's such a good kicker. Wow. Yeah. I am not ready for this. I got some names. Let me I am tell not you. ready for this. Uh, I got to go Adam Thielen. I think that Smith mm. has the higher ceiling, but right now, um, Smith is a little more inconsistent. Adam, every week, is you know exactly what you're going to get from him. He's an incredible red zone threat. Um, talk to me, shoot, even two weeks from now, that answer might flip. You talk to me next year, that answer is probably definitely flip. But, uh, and maybe if the Eagles right. don't trade for AJ Brown, that answer flips. But, um, yeah, I'll lean Adam right now for the consistency. Stick in the NFC East, Terry McLaurin. Adam, ah, uh, no, Terry, Terry. I almost just got baited. Very, yeah. <laughs> I almost just got baited because of Very, t- I mean, yeah, Terry McLaurin's in a tough situation. But 
talent wise that he's he's been he's having an off year too terry mclaurin has been so good for the last three years with absolutely no quarterbacks and uh finally had a good game last week now that he had taylor heineke back in there just force feeding him but uh terry is very talented and he's in my opinion underrated uh when it comes to people ranking their top receivers in the league and just because he's having an off year i've been a terry mclaurin guy since his rookie year so um almost got baited because of fantasy football but made the right choice Respect, respect it. Keenan Allen. I mean, shoot, Keenan Allen's so injury prone at this point. It's almost, it's hard. Tough call. It's, it's, really it's, tough call. it's hard, but you, you got to make that a factor. I think if they're healthy, it's Keenan Allen by far. Um, but Keenan Allen's dinged up. I, I think Adam is definitely more consistent, but uh, if they're both healthy, Keenan Allen. Fair enough, fair enough. I got uh, two more names for you. Michael Pittman. Oh, yeah, you know, I, I just I had some good ones lined up for this. Yeah, Let me you tell did. You. I uh, had some brain I, busters. I, I, honestly, like if you talked to me in the preseason, I definitely would have said Pittman by a mile, but Pittman's really only had like one great game this year. Um, and that yeah. being said, I yeah, you know, I I'm gonna go Adam very tentatively just because of the red zone threat. Um, we, we'll see what Pittman looks like with Sam Ellinger in there, but um, Adam for now, because I think uh, honestly, I think that if Adam was on a team that didn't have Justin Jefferson, he'd still be putting up really good numbers. I think that he's re- still very talented, still runs incredible routes. I think he's still one of the best red zone threats, uh, in the league, and he's probably a top three wide receiver, two in the league. So, um, yeah, Pittman, that's a good one, Adam by about. A half point out of a hundred. I don't even know what that means, but yeah, yeah. Okay, right, like I'll say we'll this: say if, Adam, if Adam Thune was on the Colts, I think he'd be putting up better numbers than Michael Pittman. That, that's a very yeah, that's an honest take, and obviously be yet to be seen, but I could definitely see that. We got one more division rival uh, comparison here: Adam Thielen or Amon Ra St. Brown. Amon Ra. Um, he's yeah, been dinged okay. up, being called about a concussion spotters, but he's a game changer, man. He's a true he wide is. receiver one in the making. Um, okay. I don't really have to think about that very much. So nice, nice. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I, I felt that talent wise, he's insane. I know a lot of people honestly could look at Dylan's numbers and probably make a case. You know, be like Amon Raz has done enough, but he's been dinged up on though. the field. Yeah, yeah right. You have to take up. a lot of things in consideration. He's playing for Detroit, and he just looks phenomenal. So. All right, no, that's a very that was really solid. That was tough. That was yeah, really tough. And it's it's a very and I love Adam Thielen too. So that's yeah, right. Like he's still a very solid receiver. It's just there's a lot of young guys coming up and whatnot. But I think the takeaway of the exercise is he still kind of hangs with them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's he he's a guy that like he's 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 still a game changer in his own right when he's down the field. Uh, I don't think Justin Jefferson was have he's still gonna be a solid you know Jamar Chase esque player. But he wouldn't have the success he does without Adam Thielen on the field. So yeah. um, no, I think that's. A very I'm gonna do. I'm gonna throw you for a little drop. I'm gonna do something a little interesting here. I'm gonna see how yeah. far you take this guy down your list. Mm. Better or worse than Tom Brady? Mm. Yeah. Right, you, uh, right now. Oh, okay. Right now. Yep. Um, I'm gonna start with PJ Walker. Come on, man. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Tom Brady's, I'm kidding. yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. 
I'm kidding. Um, I'm gonna start. Let me. Let me start with Kirk Cousins, actually. Tom Brady. Okay. Okay. Because here's here's my thing, and because I need to have this disclaimer out there. When I look at the Buccaneers, their issues are not with Tom Brady. They throw the ball 40, 50 times a game. He doesn't turn the ball over. It's the fact that their only thing going for them right now is Tom Brady. They have no offensive line. They can't get the run game going at all. Or they refuse Although to I think the core, to. a part of their core issues is that Tom Brady can't extend the play. You could say that, but we've seen quarterbacks have success without extending the play. But because and their old line is so bad, that's where they're... It hurts them. It does, but... I mean, looking at Kirk Cousins, it's like it's not like he's extending plays crazy well. No, it's good. Better it's at it. It's Anybody point. in the league is better than Tom Brady extending the play. It's just a matter of like how much of that am I taking in consideration to pick them over Brady? And you get, I'm sorry, you give Tom Brady Justin Jefferson. Like that's what this exercise is going to be. If I flip roles and Tom Brady's going to be better. Hold on. Hold on. Like now. how far off is Godwin and Evans as a receiving core than Jefferson and Thielen? Oh, not far off, but in terms of like we've seen Brady just do very well with a like like Randy Moss comes. I don't how far off is Evans is that dude. I'm not I mean Evans is there when he's you know active and not throwing punches and pulling hamstrings. Like he's he's good. He's no Randy Moss. No, and he's not Josh Jefferson either, but like this is not a Brady's situation in terms of receiving weapons is not a Justin Fields-esque situation. Here. That's yeah, I'm not saying that at all. It's just you know, I'm I like to yeah, again the doubt. All right, all right. next guy. We'll, we'll, go the, yeah, we'll yeah. go to the next guy. Um, yeah. Let's go, Daniel Jones. I mean, yeah, you tell me if Tom Brady's in that position, like in that position, they're not seven and zero. Daniel Jones is he can rushing. he can he can Daniel Jones is rushing for almost fifty yards a game. That's yeah, good for Daniel Jones, but then you just let. That's a huge part rush. of their offense. Oh, it's it's a major part, but Daniel I mean, Jones it, extending plays is a huge part of the Giants' offense. It helps them, but they also have one of the better offensive lines ranked in the NFL between Andrew Thomas and that Neil kid. Um, then they okay. got Saquon. Who's so I'm assuming you're going. I'm assuming you're going great. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying Daniel. Jones. Derek Carr. I mean, yeah, Tom Brady's still got a better record. Okay. So. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, this is the only one that, like, this season, I, I, I can't make the case and be like, Brady in Philadelphia would be better than Jalen Hurts right now. So, f- for that reason, I, I – crazy, because when we started this before the season, it's like I would never be like, oh, Jalen Hurts has been Tom Brady. To this point, he has been, and it seems like he probably will be the rest of the year. Okay. How about Burrow? Oh, yeah. I mean, Brady would be fine with the Bengals. But again, it's like Joe Burrow is such good talent. He just honestly feels like almost a more mobile Brady. I mean, the guy has a lot of things working against him. He, like, he has a crap offensive line, too, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, right now it hasn't. So I'll, I'll roll Joe Burrow. That is a good one. No, it is. All right. Two more. Justin Herbert. Yeah, so this is where I'm going to pull the uh, overrated tag because Justin Herbert, I feel like we give a lot of credit for for unfortunately not doing a whole lot. 
Like, uh, I'm sorry, the Chargers. I disagree, man. We can talk about this later, but I disagree. We can. We can get into it, but, like, he's got – Justin Herbert is criminally held back by his lack of offensive weapons outside of Austin Eckler and his lack of a great coach. Keenan's there. He's right. And then they got Mike. Allen is, like, 37 years old, I swear to God. I know, but, like, they have that big body. And their offense consists of – No, but, like, that's where the play calling becomes the problem for me is because their offense consists of – Oh, let's just check out the Mike Williams. Yeah, Allen's hurt. Yeah. Like we're just gonna it, chuck it up to him. Here's what I will say. I'm not disagreeing you or disagreeing with you. It's just my sense of like, has he done something this year that makes me put him above Tom Brady? Where no. would the uh, that's fair, but where would like, the Chargers be without Justin Herbert? Oh, they'd be bad, but I mean, so the Buccaneers all the time, like. Yeah. It's, okay. It's, okay. It's we a, can we can move on before yeah. we go down the, the charge. Oh, yeah, that could be a very good debate for sure. For sure, it's um, another good one. Last guy, Aaron Rodgers. Wow. Because honestly, both these guys are in similar situations, and personally, um, I feel like a lot of it's going to kind of decide how their season goes. Not only tonight for Tom Brady, but Rodgers on Sunday. I mean, they got. Very important matchups. I'm going to go with Rodgers again because lack of weapons. You put Brady in the situation Packers got going on right now, it's more than catastrophic. You don't even want to know where I put Aaron Rodgers right now. You don't even want. Although, I am am going back. I am going back because I think he's leading the NFC in passing touchdowns and passing yards. So, exactly. uh, Like, as much (laughs) people are going to like crap on Aaron Rodgers. Just because he's not doing his MVP garbage that he was doing, I say garbage, but like it, it's more of like everyone has this high expectation of like him just going crazy and doing whatever. Like, yeah, he's not doing that, but he's still an amazing quarterback. Like, he's still, yeah. he's still Aaron Rodgers. So all right, all right. We I can... see Brady struggling. Yeah, I'll, I'm taking Rodgers. We'll call it. We'll call it at that. We'll call it. Yeah, yeah that's a very good exercise. exercise though. Very interesting exercise. Yeah, the Herbert, you know, Burrow thing is definitely uh, – I think Burrow's better than Herbert for sure. I would, I would definitely uh, concur with that. It's a, it's a very uh, – I think Herbert, Herbert – I, like I, I think that Herbert right now I, – I see the overrated thing, but I also see, like, I see the reason – like, he's just not in a good situation. Regardless of what people no, say it's about Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, it's like – Agree. It's a Keenan Allen is like he's a a wide receiver one point five. Like he's not a you know what I'm saying. Like he never has been. He's close. He's He's close, close, but he's he's not. not, He's not Mike Evans, right? No, and he's not healthy enough to even get like a gauge. And it's like when he's just never going to be healthy. We're just never going to get to. And now he's in promote him above that. yeah. But uh, let's move. Let's move into the pick. So we both have Baltimore tonight. We picked them on Tuesday. Okay. Yep. Um, started kicking off in London this week. Denver and Jacksonville. I'm going to leave this yeah. one up to you to see if, if you're riding with Broncos country. Uh, no, because they fumbled the bag last week per usual. And if we're being honest here, Jacksonville is like extremely good in London. Are they really? Like, I don't want to say extremely good. I think there was a year they lost, but it's almost like their second home. Like they play there a lot. <laughs> so, uh, and especially here in the whole Russell Wilson doing high knees on the plane and basically just, basically just 
being the guy that everyone just kind of looks at, like, dude, what are you doing? Like, he just seems just very artificial. And even seeing, like, the Seahawks players come out and being like, yeah, like, this is one of those guys that, like, just does all the, like, movie things and, like, things you'd see from a leader. But, like, at the end of the day, you don't even have a relationship with him. I mean, I'm sorry, dude. I don't care who you are. If you're Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, they don't make guys go through an agent to talk to them and, like, set up a meeting. Like, you just pick yeah. up a phone. You're not God. You're not some, you know, crazy, like, you're a person. You're a man. You're Russell Wilson on a terrible Broncos team. I would hope you can talk and look in your receivers' faces and talk to them. Hearing yeah. all the stuff that's come out about Russell Wilson, I'm very just like, all right, it makes sense why they're looking so bad, why we keep seeing all the clips of his teammates just being pissed at him because he has no success with this team. The Seahawks, they could tolerate it because it's like, well, he brought success in the past, so we'll just let it slide. But the Broncos thing, it's I don't like it. I, I really think the Jaguars are in need of a win as well. They're better than what they show right now on the record. Yeah. So I love the Jaguars. This I, have the ja- I have the Jaguars too. I am tempted to just ride with the Broncos defense here, but in London, it's it's tempting. Honestly, sure. honestly speaking, I don't see much incentive to like. I think I said a couple weeks back, I'm not picking Denver the rest of the year. So why would I change yeah, my mind? Yeah, it's been going well for me now. Too. So yeah, they don't until they can prove to me that they can score more than ten points. Uh, we're not picking Broncos country. Uh, definitely, definitely. Dolphins in Detroit. This is a little interesting here. DeAndre Swift is healthy. Where's your head? At? Yeah, he's he's healthy, but Dolphins. I think this is a offensive game for them. I mean, we've seen how bad the Lions' defense is. Uh, it, it kind of screams to me. Tyreek Hill runs all over him game. So, yeah, from that aspect, I'm going to roll with the Dolphins. I understand Dolphins or Lions might be tempting as they kind of seem like they're due for a win. But I'm just – my faith in the Lions is just kind of been a very slow <laughs> – I'm rolling with the Dolphins too. Um, game two of Tua being back. That offense is too high-powered for that poor defense. That's the bottom line. So, not yeah, much explanation that. there. Rolling with the Dolphins, um, both both uh, all on the same page here. Interested to see. I'll, I'll go first here. Panthers are our Panthers are in Atlanta, uh, and you guys know how high I am on Atlanta. And uh, for that reason, I will be taking Atlanta here. I, I didn't even really think it twice about this game. Um, I just don't see it with the Panthers. If they're tanking, and uh, I, I think that Atlanta is better than people give them credit for. So I feel kind of obligated to pick Atlanta here, but I'm very confident. Yeah, and uh, I hate to keep piggybacking. But, like, I don't have a reason to pick the Panthers, except they did beat Tom Brady. And they did kind of seem to have something going with P.J. Walker. So, for that reason, I'm actually going to go with the Panthers here. I've been burned by the Falcons too many times, to the point where I almost (laughs) don't want to pick them out of spite. And... Yeah, we've totally flip flopped on that too. Now I'm riding much. the Falcons, and you're just like screw them. Yeah, now now I kind of <laughs> hate them. And the you know game flow, yeah, they could get waxed. Like the Panthers could be absolutely waxed by the Falcons. They could just run the ball down their throat. And but the Panthers' defense has been like held up so far. And if PJ Walker does his thing, eh, who knows? So I'll, I'll go with the Panthers. I think upset very, pick. Got to respect. Yeah, that. it's it's an upset pick, but like. 
it's a division game. You know, yeah. things go. It could be very more 50-50 than we realize. But yeah, moving forward, Walker, Cardinals coming off a big win against the Saints. They're in Minnesota this week. Your thoughts? Hate every bit of that. Hate every bit of that. I they are not the team that's coming off of when they're gonna like roll and when I've seen trade rumors with guys in that team. I, I just don't like it. And, and I think the Vikings at home, it's a one o'clock game, noon, you know, whatever time <laughs> zone in. Like, uh, yeah, I, I'm rolling with the Vikings here. I am too. I am definitely not picking. Memes aside, I'm not picking Kyler on the release week of COD. I refuse. On I've the heard release week of COD. Too, so I, I refuse. Yeah. Uh, I'm rolling with the Vikings. Bears in Dallas. I'm going to keep this short on my end. I'm picking Dallas. Pass rush is too good to uh, for Jeff. I, I, I know they're coming off a big win, but they're on a short week, number one. And number two, yep. I, the Dow- Dallas is a good team, man. They're a good team. The, the Bears they are, are a good team. The Bears are they not. are. And I think Tony Pollard's going to get his shine with Ezekiel Elliott being out. This might change things, you know, in a good way for them going forward game plan-wise. I'm going with the Cowboys. Until I see kind of like another good performance out of the Bears, I don't really feel comfortable picking them. But it, it was definitely enticing considering how well they played and just looked just really good on all facets of the ball on Monday night. But it's a good pick. Yeah. No, we'll stick with the Cowboys. Ugh. Raiders in New Orleans. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Going with the Raiders. Really? Not – it just almost – only just due to the fact it's like they kind of just need to win again. Like, well, if they don't, and New Orleans doesn't? I just don't know if, like, Andy Dalton in that offense is the guy to drive them. Like, I feel like Derek Carr with Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs has been great. I think the Raiders are only going to get better. And the Saints are kind of like they might be good a certain week. They're always going to be competitive. They're, I think their record and just their schedule is going to do them in, unfortunately. I'm going to go with the Raiders. But, like, again, I could see, like, the Saints in the Superdome. And the Raiders aren't usually great on the road, so I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna hedge this. So obviously, like Raiders are my division pick, and uh, if they're gonna have a chance and even start winning games like this, however, I'm kind of doubting them a little bit. And uh, with that being said, I'm gonna take the Saints at home. I think that mm. I think the Saints they are just showed good a at good home. amount on Thursday night. They did, and so it's like it's a tough call. It really is, but. Um, do you like the Dalton over Winston? I know that came out. Yes, I am definitely. I am definitely rolling. Yeah, I would concur. Um, no, I agree. Look, that's, those that's those one pick. of those pick sixes, I believe, was like a tip off of his receiver's chest, and exactly the other one was like another tip drop. Like it was just like weird stuff. Even if one of them is tipped, I love the four TDs, even with two picks, yeah, yards. I think that's very yeah. productive for a quarterback. So, yeah. so I'll take the Saints uh, at home. Is basically what I'm, what I'll do there. Uh, Eagles, sure. uh, Steelers are in Philadelphia. I'm assuming we're both going Philly here. No, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna be the guy that does it. I'm <laughs> uh, not gonna be the guy that pulls that one. No. Nope. How about how about New England against the Jets? <laughs> New England because it's a classic. Belichick game. God, stop taking my picks, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just the classic. Like the Jets are rolling. 
It seems like the Patriots come off a loss and look good. It seems so easy to say, like, yeah, Jets should just win this. It, it, Mac Jones should start, hopefully finish the game. I think the Patriots won't win. You know what? I'll do it. Wow, no Brees Hall, though. It's there. It's there, though. They just trade for James Robinson. They still got my card. Yeah, but it's week one I, with James Robinson. How good is he really going to be? Oh, man. I really like the Patriots here, but now that I'm thinking about it, their quarterback situation is so messed up. I just. Yeah, who would have thought Zach Wilson? They just lost the to the Bears, in. man. <laughs> I know. Trust me. It's more of me just. It's nothing that I've seen from the Patriots. It's I could just, just like see Belichick, Belichick, Belichick just having one of his games. Like, I could just see him cooking up a master class on defense, too. And it's just like. Ah. I'll take the I, – I, yeah, I, I – see, I want to be different here, but I just – I'm going to go with my gut. I'm, I'm going to take New England. I think it's yeah, – it's, it's a smart play. He, it's the Jets. He knows them well. So, New England it is. Um, moving forward, Titans are against Houston, division game. They're in Houston. Assuming you're going Titans. Yeah, I saw stat with Derrick Henry like the last three games. He's had like over two in rush yards. So that is giving me no faith in the Texans. Anything um, going with the Titans. Yeah. Solid pick. I'm going to go first on this one. Giants are playing in Seattle. And you know how I feel about Seattle, especially, especially when Seattle is playing in Seattle. And I've said numerous times that the, the Giants are fraudulent. I'm. This is my upset pick of the week. I'm rolling with Seattle, and I'm really not thinking. Any, of, not thinking twice about it. No, yeah, I'm not gonna make you think twice. I'm gonna roll with the Giants, um, just due to that aspect of should they lose at some point? Yeah, yeah, they like are probably do. I just for some reason don't think it's gonna be Seattle. I, I just think the matchup wise, I think Saquon should be able to do his thing still. Like that crowd noise gets you when things aren't rolling and. I just think the Giants are just – they're efficient on both sides of the ball right now. They just stick to what they're doing. I mean, if they can handle teams like the Ravens and you know, the Pack, like, they can they can figure it out. So, Fair enough. I'll go with them. But that's going to be – that is going to be a good game to watch, surprisingly, going into the season. One of those things we thought would be a doozy might be one of the better games of all on Sunday. I think so, it's my game of the week. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it, very real. I mean, especially matches we've gone through. Yeah, I like that one for sure. Commanders in Indianapolis. I have a, I have an asterisk written down here because we do need to briefly – I need to briefly um, not concede my Super Bowl pick, but um, they're conceding their season. So I don't know what to do at this point. It's just like I, I – Hey, I don't Sam really, Ellinger, man. I Sam feel like Ellinger. I feel like benching in, or benching Matt Ryan a um, little premature. Once again, too soon. Again, too soon. Too many – Premature benchings this season, in my but opinion. with that being said, I, I, I don't you can pick first because I actually don't I want to hear your logic here so you can talk me into something. But oh, I'm just going with the commanders for uh that aspect of I was going to say Carson Wentz revenge game, but then I realized he wasn't playing and I also realized Taylor Heineke is. And if there's guys that's just gonna go in there and win against pretty much anybody, it could be him. They're going with a new quarterback this week. The it's, a, it's just a sad day to be. Defense. It's a sad day to be a Colts fan. 
That just it really is. is. It know? really is. I, I could see I, them winning, but I still, um, I still saw the vision, man. Even with Matt Ryan struggling, I saw, I saw the vision. Yeah. With that being said, I'm still picking the Colts because I'm loyal. I'm a, I'm a man of my word. And wow. uh, we're just gonna ride with Jonathan Taylor. We'll reassess after this week. We'll go for Respect. the, uh, we'll go for the split here. Um, but I, I'm gonna take Indy. Taylor Heineke, Indy defense. I trust it. Trust Indy in the uh, in Lucas Oil. So, no yeah. doubt. No right. Doubt. You know, let's go Colts, baby. We're, we're loyal. Yeah. We're, we're, we stick to it. Yeah, uh, final like final afternoon game. Interesting division matchup here. 49ers at the Rams. Niners, and I don't think this one's close. Yeah. They're due for I, a blowout. And yeah, the Rams don't have any type of home field. This might be the game where, like, Rams fans, like, I think they've been concerned most of the season. They've gotten lucky with some easy games in the schedule. This is going to be like the wake up, like, oh, uh, we might want to make a trade for a deadline. Yeah. I really think that's. I, I agree. I think they're a wall. All right. Here's an interesting one for you. Let's test, you know, Packers, test, Packers we, all the way. We. T- <laughs> oh, my God. Your loyalty to the Colts is my loyalty to Pack Nation. All right. Yeah. I will not go against the green and gold. And honestly, me and the rest, this is a game is like it could pivot their season if they find a way to pull it off. Now, do I see the vision? Dogs. Do I see the vision? Yes, I see the vision. This has random Aaron Rodgers miracle performance in my eyes written all over it. Where we we need it. We just randomly, for no reason at all, he just duels it out with Josh Allen. And even if they lose, they come out with a moral victory and then they go on a run. It hasn't written all over it. I've seen it a million times. With that being said, I'd be an idiot not to take an 11.5-point favorite against a team. You want to talk about me being a man of my word and loyalty to the Colts? I'm a loyalty to my word, too. And you can't trick me anymore, Green Bay. I'm not picking you. For the rest of the season, they could go undefeated. It'll be week 18. Not picking them. I am done. I am done. What's the, uh, what's the, uh, um, you're, you're done. What's, what, what is that? It's from uh, that one TV show. It's, I don't know if it's a TV show. It's literally just like, it's even just like a mom thing. Like when you're just like, as a kid pushing the grocery cart. And you just like hit her ankles. Or no, something. No, like, this no, 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 you're done. Yeah, you, you're done. No, that's you're not done. what I'm talking like, about. That's okay, okay, that's what I was thinking about. Breaking Bad, where he's like, You are done. God, fire. Spring. He's like, You are done. <laughs> Finished. <laughs> Fired. Yeah, no, I know that exactly what you're talking about. about. The Packers right now. Hey, that's a fair, that's a fair take. Especially because um, this is in Buffalo. Yeah, and again, this might just be an adding a loss to my picks, but I like the rest of them. So, uh, you know what? <laughs> I uh, just as a Packers fan, and, and just uh, again, they're my like Super Bowl winner picks. So uh, I'm kind of holding out hope as long as I can. That's that's my logic. Respect, There's no the I Bills are a better team loyalty. and should wax us, but I respect I'm going the with the Packers. However, I am a man of spite, so. I'm wrong with the Bills. <laughs> uh, right, Monday, Monday Night Football. Bengals and Cleveland. I'm rolling with the Bengals. They're, they're hot, and Cleveland uh, just doesn't know how to finish games. They don't. But it's also Halloween. And uh, for some reason, Halloween has got some crazy things. 
Back then, the Dolphins beat the Bengals on a safety on Halloween. You see my smile right now lighting up because oh, I'm, yeah. I'm getting a free win as you explain this. Hey, come on. <laughs> come on. Yeah, the Browns are at home. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. They're in the dog pound. And Jamar Chase is hurt. So we're rolling with the dogs. We're rolling with the dogs. Again, might be a really, might have a terrible primetime picks here, but you think? You know what? Uh, it's spooky season. I'm expecting some spooky things. Spooky season. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, I'll go with the Browns. I'll just, for variety's sake and honestly just hunch sake. I don't know. Uh, they they kind of are due for a win too. I don't think they're as bad. Like they're bad, but they're not. They should win something here. I respect it. Yeah. I don't agree, but uh, do want to say going into Thursday night football this week in about a half hour, I am on a four game win streak on Thursday nights. So let me knock on my wooden desk here. But uh, yeah. I am five, Brady and, does his five thing. and two on Thursday nights. I'm riding with the Ravens today. Um, yeah. Which apparently they're Better two, point, take that they're as two point underdogs now. Just because it's in Tampa. And I, I think dumb. like Gus Edwards was out and whatever. But yeah, I, I still love just the way the Ravens play. They should be fine tonight. But, but they, they will I be. Mean, They'll be just fine. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, we're about to find so, out. Quick, we're quick maths here. Cause we've been struggling to pick separate teams um, for a couple weeks in a row now. I think we have a couple more than normal. So we've got one. I've got Falcons. You've got the Panthers. That's one saints Raiders. I have saints. You have Raiders. That's two. Uh, Seahawks giants is different. That's three Colts commanders. That's four. And then bills, Packers, Bengals, Browns. That's six games different here. Last week we only had three and uh so, quick, quick, no, uh, quick reminder. Week. I did finally catch you last week when it comes. I might be struggling I fantasy, I fantasy but uh, last yeah. last week, let me pull up week seven. I was nine and five. You were eight and six, and that moves me to fifty four and fifty four on the year, straight wow. five hundred on the Chicago White Sox, and uh, you are fifty three and fifty five. So after a Damn. grueling start to the season for me i have climbed my way back to 500 about halfway through the year and we're going to keep riding that momentum starting with the ravens win tonight but uh yeah that's about all we got for you guys as always we're always pushing more content out content out to you guys on all platforms youtube instagram twitter tiktok especially um be on the lookout um any closing remarks should have a great game uh bottom line like we got a great game coming up this week um for those that you know basketball <laughs> ready getting ahead of myself football is not your cup of tea we are doing basketball one days a week at the moment tuesdays um, nba tuesdays yeah nba tuesdays it's fun we definitely got some interesting predictions and takes there i feel like we definitely have some more variation on the nba as well which makes it interesting um so yeah i, I just think ultimately check that out but uh like you mentioned before tiktok great way to just kind of get acclimated to the show see some of the good segments that we provide every episode so yeah thank you all for having been listening um caleb i'll let you take it away but uh yeah hey let's go ravens tonight man yeah i'd love to see tom brady buried and dead at three and five (laughs) that'd be pretty cool as always guys thanks for listening uh have a good one and we will catch you guys on sunday for our week eight reactions Absolutely. Take it easy, guys.